never seen the store quite this crowded, man. We're, we're raking in money right now. Hello? Sorry, Shit. I thought Dan was going to say something. He, like, opened his mouth, and then he took a big swipe, swig of, uh... Was that a bathroom beer? Like, with the no. store this crowded? No, I'm working. It was water. I, hey, did you fuckers eat a box of Snickers the other night? Because I can't find it in the back. How many are in a box? Twenty. Four. No. I had to satisfy my craving, dude. Yeah, God damn it. You're not going to like me when I'm angry. This is coming out of your check, dude. No way. It's, hey, guys, seriously, yeah, it it's not a good time to be angry. Store's fucking full. All right. Hey, and crunch, some, fix, move some units, dudes. Fix that fucking computer. It's acting up, dude. Yeah. You're the I computer don't... guy. Oh, oh shit. Uh, I'm about to pour a bathroom beer in that bitch. All right. Let me see Sheep if I can bitch. add bo- boost minutes to it, I guess. <laughs> Wait. What? Yeah. Isn't that boost? That's, it's the currency mobile? it runs on, Dan. We have to feed it boost, boost mobile minutes. gives out computers? Uh, well, yeah. that, that's that. That literally covers my IT expertise, Dan. It's you have one burner phone because you don't like that your mom calls on your regular cell phone. That's the only phone. That's it, Dan. Come here. Come here. What's up? Yeah. What's up? Listen. Yeah. One time, Kron left his phone on the computer tower, mm-hmm. and coincided with me turning the computer on so ever since then he thinks that his phone operates the computer okay yeah, so let's go this he's is, out of minutes so he's afraid to put that on there now my computer uh, is working great i know how to use computers nobody's better at computers than me you guys got your Vidmo or your paypal up because these boost minutes don't grow on yeah, trees yeah uh, but I, I'm already at full capacity, so I tell you what, let me throw my um, iPhone 4 on your tower, Cron, and then you can start knocking some of these customers out. All right? All right, man. Here we go. Just going to log in. See, watch this. This is really embarrassing. It's just another error. That's <laughs> all that pops up. I didn't see anything pop up. Well, it's the... Well, you got to wait for the Windows 95 logo to come up, and then... But it won't come up. Jerry gave us all iPads. There it is. Chris Nolan's Windows 95 is running real smooth. Look at that great background. Was that a Mm -hmm. field? Is a balloon in the background? Yeah. I. Is that. Is that Tiny McConaughey? Nothing. The program for the checkouts isn't. Oh, the paperclip guy's back. The paperclip <laughs> guy's back, and he wants ask to help us. Hey, on, ask him a question. <laughs> All right, I'll ask him to start the program that we need. Yeah. All right, we'll say something. Please start program needed. Dan, while he's talking to the paperclip, I'm actually going to log in and get him into the actual checkout screen. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, sir. You did Paper it, buddy. You're logged is- in. Oh, shit. Okay. Here we go. All right, hand me the first uh, VHS box so I can scan it. Bloop. There you go. This thing takes forever. 
Mm-hmm. It's real slow. It, there's probably not enough uh, storage in this unit. Dan, how much uh, Ram K is this thing outfitted with? You asking me? Yeah, you're the computer guy. No, you're the computer guy, Dan. Crod thinks it's called Ram K. Just go with it. How oh, much Ram Ks? Um, these are eights. So Ram K eight. Okay, so yeah. divide divide that by hundred. Well, mm-hmm. multiply it out by four. Nope, not enough Ram K, dude. We're gonna have to shut the store down. Oh. We got like 50 fucking people in here. Dude. All right. Well, tell them just to take the movies and go. We can't. We're going to go out of business Beep. eventually. Oh, Beep. here's another one. Beep. What's it doing now? Beep. It's going to beep. Dan, I think your life support's acting beep. up. <laughs> Computer's done. Uh, folks, please get in line over here with Bones. He's the employee of the week. He'll, he'll take you. I got you guys. Come here. All right. Dan. You got to fix this tonight. Dan, come over here for a minute. Yeah. Okay. What's up? I faked all that computer stuff so we could watch a movie while Bones checks out all the customers. All right. What do you you got? What do you got? I'm just going to pop this bad boy in. All right. I'm selling Snickers. 50 cents. I told you. I told you you took those. Fuck. There's supposed to be $1.58. It's never too young to die this week on Five Day Rentals. Welcome back, everybody, to the Five Day Rentals Podcast. This is the one and only video store podcast where each week we take turns picking a flick that we think meets a fun, non-genre-specific category. This round's category is The Bond is Not Enough. Previously in this category, we covered Live Wire and Highlander. Now it's time to cover Never Too Young to Die. As always, I'm your host, Kron Howard, joined by my two fellow co-hosts, the best two little turd balls in the store. It's Laundry Dan and Bones. Turd balls, turd balls, turd balls, turd balls. Crowdy, way to finish strong, buddy. Mm Mm-hmm. It's been a good round. Absolutely. Not a stinker in the bunch. I think I did lock in my fuck Mary Kill last night, though. Oh, I totally forgot. Laying in bed, fingers crossed on my chest, feet oh, up. I, like I, thought was I thought I was going somewhere else. <laughs> this was after. <laughs> you know, in that pure bliss meditative refractory period. I was going to say, I won't say that, Jeff. Yeah. Yeah, don't say it. Folks, it's pretty bad when Dan says, yeah, I better not say that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that means it's, it's bad. Pr- it's pretty bad. Yeah, that means it's bad. He gets away with a lot here. That's not true. It was very nice last week. You've been doing all those uh, spouse abuse jokes lately. That's yeah, yeah, you know. It's coming back, I think. Yeah. 
Do you think we'll be <laughs> extra, <laughs> extra dirty this week since we don't have uh, a chaperone this week? I we we got Thunder in Paradise coming up, so <laughs> it's gonna get sexy, baby. Fuck. All them fucking neon bikinis. Oh yeah, I'm ready. Hope for more Cron, of that. Come on, me up, baby. Hope for more of that ladies' outfits in the next three episodes. <laughs> yeah, great outfits, horrible accent. Who the main chick? Yeah, we already discussed this. Check out our episode of Thunder in Paradise. I don't care what she says. <laughs> he just mutes it. <laughs> He mutes, no, he jerks off, and he thinks about his fuck, Mary kills. Mm-hmm. Hi, Kron. Hey. Thanks Thanks for having us. Oh. I, w- I literally wouldn't be doing this without the two of you, so. No problem, Dan. Most popular co-host and doesn't even want to do it. Uh, I'm guys, su- I'm just surprised I get invited back every week. It's I thought this was like a one-time thing. I really like that Bones sends out the formal invitations every week to you and I, though. <laughs> Get that I gold think- foil in the mail. Oh, dude. This is I, beautiful. I've burned I- my finger so many times. If I would just take the ring off my finger before I got it hot to punch the wax. What was your bit going to be, Dan? I was just saying I feel bad. I save them all. I don't want to throw them away. Because it looks like you do a lot of work on them. How long do you, do you guys save cards, like birthday cards and shit? Not very long. Two, three days. I do, mm-hmm. I will say I have your uh, holiday card still on my refrigerator, though. Oh, okay, sorry about that. <laughs> Any listeners out there that want a Bones holiday card? <laughs> and it's up in the Discord. Of, got a stack of them down there. <laughs> mm-hmm. With nobody to send them to. You should start putting them out in the packages you send out to people. We got to come up with something. Hey, and if anybody wants a, a 80s or 90s draft extravaganza poster that we did, fucking I'll send one to you. I'll yeah, sign even, it. Even the second person to give us a two on Apple, hit us up and we'll send you something. We got a, Dan, do we have a one already? My, yeah, we have a one on re- already. Yeah. Okay. So, listener, if you're listening to this 10 years from now, uh, Thanks. At, this, at this point in the show, uh, we're still pretty fresh. And uh, we just recently got a one star and two twos. Hey, it means they're feeling something, right? That's a five. Yeah. Hey, great addition, Dan. Put it all together. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is why he doesn't need a computer. Right? Karan and I got to use computers. Dan, he's old school. His brain is full of RAM K. (laughs) I'm surprised my brain isn't fried. You've been podcasting a lot, bro. What can I say? The people love it. The people love me. Um, Yeah. I shouted you guys out. What? I haven't heard it yet. It could be really negative stuff. (laughs) Yeah, it could be a shit episode, dude. No way. Impossible. Ever. We'll talk about it next week when it's out. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, the Bond is not enough. Three three films featuring Bond actors that aren't Bond movies. Bones, Thank this God. was your category. How do you think this went? This is fun, man. This this will come back. We will have a The Bond is not enough round two for sure. <laughs> oh, oh, fuck. We, 
Woody Allen is definitely getting in on round two. No, no, we're just going to do the other three. So somebody's going to get stuck. With? What's left? Roger Moore. Yep. Woody Allen. Daniel Craig. Buzz Rickshaw. Whatever his name was. Timothy Dalton. Timothy Dalton. We we can't do a Craig one. Sure you can. (sighs) That's Louisiana. I was trying to do Glass Onion. (laughs) Whatever his southern draw is. Yeah. Is Glass Onion good? No. Not really. I actually rated it a three. A five. No. And then like two days later, I was like, that movie's kind of sucked. And I dropped it. (laughs) I just came across something recently that I only gave a three. And in hindsight, I was like, no, I got to correct that. And I took it off and thought about it for a day and ended up going back and doing a four. Oh, what what was that? I did see the best review on Letterboxd that I've ever seen, and it was for Glass Onion. And it just said, uh, the fact that they didn't call this Chives Out was a huge mistake. (laughs) (laughs) Did you like it, at least for the guy? I don't know. I probably just read it and chuckled and then read it to my wife, and then uh, I ran out of boost minutes, so. (laughs) You know who I genuinely enjoy and i try to like any of their review like they're super well thought out and i cannot wait to have them on the show our buddy greg from weekly podcast massacre mm-hmm. i feel like his letterbox reviews are fucking spot on he's a good review and he yes. reviews every movie <laughs> he's a well-rounded man yeah shout out to greg we love you uh they didn't i looked for a new episode today they didn't drop one yeah they did did they as of when this is out, Wolf is out. Oh, they did. Put they did Wolf. Them? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, I'm yeah, stoked. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's my fucking day tomorrow. Thank yeah. you. Thank um, you, Weekly Podcast Massacre. Okay, to bring this back, Cron, uh, I'm I'm super stoked. I'm super stoked. We got to uh, watch Highlander on the show. Super grateful You're for welcome. Josh Bell to coming on. Um, Great guy. Especially grateful that I didn't have to plot that movie. That I could just have fun with it. We still don't know if she was selling a chicken or buying a chicken. She's trading. Please let us know. All right. But which way? Was she giving it away? No. It's a barter style. It's a barter system. I will admit, I am the Highlander expert. It is a very confusing scene. Okay. We'll leave it at that. Um, Go either way. Livewire. It's a ton of fun, man. It's getting a lot of Twitter heat. People went talking about it a lot. Uh, It almost... You let's, you said that. Those was downloads. that was that one other person mentioned Livewire? No, let me. I will. I will send it's, you screenshots in my Twitter feed. It's fucking there. So much so that I feel shitty when I'm like, "Hey, we just covered it." It makes it look like, no, let like know. we're seeing what film Twitter's talking about and then covering it. But I think about Livewire quite often. Right before you, when you're laying in bed with your fingers doing the work. They're putting in speakers throughout our building, so whoever they hired have just dropped cuts of wires onto the ground, and mm-hmm. I almost took a picture today and sent them to be like, holy shit, dude, live wires, but yeah, all week I've been like, fucking live wire. Have any of the install guys commented on your panties? No, I just stand in the corner and they're like, hey, 
Are you uh, okay? You were telling us before the record that you Blair Witch it in your office. Yeah, yeah if, if if all else fails, you just Blair Witch that shit. Mm-hmm. Unless you're in like a circled room, I guess. I don't. You have to lay on the floor with your back concave. Solid. I'll, I'll doodle it. I haven't doodled since, uh, what, Slumber Party Massacre when I sent you guys that shower diagram. What yeah, you well, you well you haven't doodled in a while, but you sent like 18 of those, so. <laughs> of shower, shower yeah, layouts. Okay, yeah, I was trying to get ahead. I was trying <laughs> to get a version. surplus of doodles, and I've, I'm now behind. Cron, you didn't get version 18.3 the other day? No. I <laughs> stopped. I stopped opening the attachments it, at 12. It's, it's on that disc that I sent you, Cron. <laughs> All right, guys. We're rounding out. The bond is not enough. And I selected an incredible George Lazenby picture called Never Too Young to Die, directed by Gil Bettman. You guys ready to jump into this thing? It's fucking... Please. Hit, hit that trampoline, buddy. <laughs> all right. We open on a crowd of hooligans, and they're all chanting, Ragnar, Ragnar, Ragnar. We see Ragnar appear. This is Gene Simmons. He addresses the crowd. My little turd balls, my little scum buckets. He goes on to say that he's figured out how to reprogram the computers. It's going to rechannel radioactive waste so it goes from Diablo Canyon into the drinking water. And then just in case you're too fucking stupid to follow what he just said, he shouts out, I'm going to poison the water supply. Yes, his his goons are too dumb to understand it. They're the proxy for the audience in this mm-hmm. breakdown. He says he's going to do it for jewels, for gold, for ransom, for money. Uh... This is a good opening. I feel like I just completed all the Mission Impossible movies that have come out. Uh, if this was MI6, like this scene would take place an hour and 45 minutes into yes. the movie. Yes. <laughs> but it doesn't. You, it's yeah, it's you, two minutes in. You know the, the villain's motivation on page two. Ragnar says, uh, all this is possible because of computers. The Ram K. But just one problem. Someone's stolen the disc. Do we ever see a computer? Uh, we see a like, big ass computer, bro. He has, yeah, like, I guess, with Robert England, right? Mm-hmm. Well, there's that one. And there's one and in the dorm. There's like a little mobile suitcase one at the end yeah, of the movie. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. All right. Some punk goons bring this woman in and she's tied to a stake. Ragnar asks who she gave the disc to. She says she's never going to tell. But Ragnar notices her earring. He snatches it off. Stargrove. The crowd begins chanting, the finger, the finger, the finger, the finger, the finger. finger." Now you'd think that's just Bones writing out his fuck, Mary kill. (laughs) Mm -mm. Ragnar takes his... uh, fingernail and stabs this woman right in the jugular Ugh. he yells get me stargrove didn't he just call her stargrove no. uh, he, he saw the emblem yeah. that was on her earring is stargrove the person or the agency 
I think Stargrove is the man. It's the yeah. Okay. They're both a Stargrove. Mm-hmm. It's their last name. Yeah. So this is his wife? No. No, it's just, just like, some chicky bald dude. Yeah. <laughs> All right. She's a fucking she's running covert ops, being a spy. I believe you. Then he banged her and he was like, here's a earring for your troubles. Go see this. Go see this gang out here in this hole. I do love the layout that they have. Like they have a hole, but they were smart enough to like shovel in a ramp. You know, like a big quarry. Yeah. Yeah. They got some layers there. Mm -hmm. Well, they also had a pit that was just narrow enough that you could lay the stake across it without it falling in. So. It's very specific use, that pit. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, we cut over to Stamos on a trampoline. His coach says, all right, Stargrove, show us the new routine. It hasn't uh, aged at all. No, not at all. And the music totally fits with the tone of the movie. Mm-hmm. Well, the song is a, a song written specifically for this film about Stargrove. They say it, what, uh, conservatively 85 times in the song? Mm-hmm. Stargrove. Yeah. Never I, gonna do do do. Stargrove. I looked it up. Try to find it. Is it not out there? I couldn't. No. I, um, I will tell you that this movie is very popular in terms of, like, bad movie podcast circles. Because... If you search Stargrove in Spotify, you get a shit ton of. Really? Yeah. Zoom audio quality, two people doing probably what we're doing better. Uh, Never heard of this movie. Okay. (laughs) Sal Cron brought it. All right. There's a bunch of shots of some gymnastics going on. Uh, Interesting that Stamos is just jumping up and down straight on a trampoline, and then anytime there's a crazy trick, it cuts over to a wide, and you know, you don't really see him do too much. I don't want to mess up that hair, man. Hey, uh, you think you think somebody got him into this college? Maybe, maybe lied about it. Said he was a gymnastics guy, but maybe he wasn't a gymnastics guy, but he still had to show up. Oh, you're saying uh, there's a little uh, Lori Laughlin oh, pull, pulling the strings? Oh, oh, There's some connection okay. here, okay. yeah. I I thought his ring routine was pretty good. I couldn't do that. <laughs> was it him? His stunt double, I couldn't do that. <laughs> Uh, we see some guy, he's tapping on the window. This is Stargrove's buddy, Cliff. <laughs> he's got some crazy-looking tech gadget in his hands, and he points to his wristwatch. What a Tell great right name now. for him. I need more fucking Cliff in my life. You get a, Please. I think you get a good chunk of him in this movie. Yeah, but not enough. Kron, he is in a movie that we're not allowed to do. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> a forbidden oh, film fuck me is he the brother in gleaming the cube oh shit gleaming the cube is definitely no 
No. One of these, the film. No, he's like a friend. He's not the brother. Okay. (sighs) Gleaming the Cube was actually one that I thought was for sure going to get picked for extremely extreme sports, but it it didn't. It can get picked. Can't cover it. It's a five star banger. (laughs) Oh, shit. It is, Kron? Yeah. Sure. Why not? Says who? Says you. Don't you be trying to bring that fucking Zodiac movie onto this podcast. <laughs> it would, it couldn't come close. It would never, it wouldn't even walk in the same room. All right. Stargrove tells his coach, hey, I got a big test. I got to get out of here. A couple of wrestlers start to kind of harass this guy. These are some good looking dudes, man. These, I thought, these seem like real wrestlers to me. They've got. Yeah, they're 42. I, I fucking, I absolutely wrestled guys that look like this. They didn't have enough uh, cauliflower ear to <laughs> hey, convince if you're wearing your fucking uh, headband They're cleaning the mats, right? Yeah. I don't, have call- I don't have cauliflower ear. Like, I have super flexible ears. I think that helps, too. Like, I don't have... That's sticky. what he put on his dating profile, ladies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, look at that. I guess you weren't wrestling hard enough, dude. See my ear doing, like, a graboid? Let me try this. You guys' ears this flexible? Kron's pretty flexible. You guys are, yeah. See, you guys wouldn't get cauliflower. <laughs> it's those little eared stiffies that that are prone. I guess you just got to wear that uh, Rick Steiner thing <laughs> over your head. To, <laughs> that's the way to prevent it, right? That little whatever the <laughs> hell that thing is. Yeah. yeah. Set of earmuffs. What do they call that thing, Bones? Uh, I feel. I, God damn! I feel like it's just called headgear. Headgear, yeah. You guys think we'd be more successful just covering weekly wrestling episodes? Yeah, it's got a much bigger fan base than don't, any of the movies. Don't we cover. think for a second that once Kron shared his peacock. Oh, I've I dabbled. I was in like, Ross. I was like, shit. I I might need to start. I actually logged on the other night to Monday or to the Royal Rumble, and it was like the very end of it. So I seen who won. Did the Rock show up? No, he did not. Okay, it was a big, big rumor. Did Gold Dust win? Uh, well, Karan, connection there. It's his nephew, Rhodes. So it's Gold Dust's son. Never mind. Yeah, his son, I believe. Gold Rust. Uh, the American Nightmare Cody Rhodes, I think. Gold Rust. What kind of bond do they have? A gold bond? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure they use a lot of it. <laughs> All right, we cut over to the test. Uh, we see Stargrove. He's getting some cheat codes off of his watch from Cliff. That's what I'm saying, man. He- <laughs> now, this doesn't seem like very Bond-like behavior to cheat on your exams this is eh, okay so bond would obviously know literally everything Mm -hmm. right like that's one of some of the fun of bond is him like outsmarting the experts you know in those debriefs with m but i wouldn't say that this is not something bond would do he wouldn't give a shit well he'd be trying to get some beforehand yeah What do you guys think of that gold woman from Bond movies? Gold, gold woman? I like the oil yeah. one better. 
the one that's all gold. What do I think of her? I'm yeah. bummed that she died. In the movie? She died in real life, dude. You didn't hear that? Okay, so she got old. What yeah, do you think a, of her gold no, body? No, you didn't hear that? No, dude, she got gold. She, she died, yeah. They didn't leave a quarter at the base of her neck, like a quarter-sized <laughs> hole. It's so true. Breathe. It's true. People have said that it's not real. It's just a rumor, but it's true. You're saying the woman who got painted died because she mm-hmm. was painted up? Jesse Ventura covered it on his show. Yeah, dude. Um, the Tin Man died, too, because the paint <laughs> was like- Tin Man died. That was his policy yeah. in office. <laughs> no, the paint was so toxic, it killed him. That's not true. <laughs> Look it up, dude. I think they had asbestos snow, though, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, they were doing all kinds of crazy shit back <laughs> then. I thought that was a wrestler's name. Mm-hmm. That's how you made a movie back then. Mm-hmm. You might I think you're safe on a big soundstage. No, we're going to subject you to some shit. I saw a best of snow win the Royal Rumble. <laughs> <laughs> what if he came out and like the whole audience got blanketed in a fine white powder? He just has a like bag a that show? says asbestos and he's just... Just mm-hmm. throwing it. That'd be so cool. <laughs> like rather right. than rather than hitting a guy in the head with a chair, you poison him slowly over time. <laughs> when I first started where I worked, there were tiles in our warehouse that were so old that when they c- came loose, we had to call the fucking chemical dudes to come over and get them because they all had like fucking asbestos under it. Oh shit! They're like, oh. yeah, don't don't knock the tiles out. <laughs> I'm glad you didn't get mesothelioma. I mean, not yet. How would your loved kidding. ones react? I mean, I have enough I, I, options. I, I'll tell you what. I'm going to order a brochure and send Damn. it your way. No, please don't. I appreciate your concern. I love you, man. I love you too. All right, Fuck we, you, Kron. <laughs> we cut over to Cliff and Stargrove. They're hanging out in their dorm room. Uh, Cliff's showing off the fire blazer. He says it's a combo of lasers and petrol. Talk about a set designer that was like, what would be in a college kid's room in the 80s? And they were like, all of this. And he's like, all right. Like, totally ate anything you could think of. Motorcycles. Bowie. I don't think Bowie is there. Yeah. There was more motorcycle stuff in this than... Fucking Rutger Howard apartment in a split second. Well, they didn't have one in the room. Should have. Cliff wishes he did. Uh, Cliff also mentions that he invented a bugging device that looks like chewing gum. (laughs) I wonder who stole this idea. For real, though. So the bug... The chip is inside the gum, and he says, just chew it, and then you can stick it anywhere. Mm-hmm. So do yeah, you have you to, like... got to get it sticky. Figure out, like, I don't know. Is it like the pit of a cherry? Like, you don't want to chew on the fucking chip of the gum? Yeah, you got to, like, chew the outside so <laughs> it'll <laughs> stick, but... Well, I guess it's just how much of a risk taker are you? I mean, do you want to chomp down on a fucking circuit board? I mean, I could. I got a powerful ass mouth. That's what I'm nervous about. I might blow the whole mission. 
Yeah, then you can't you can't bug anything. You can't I'm, hear slash track slash. I mean, he could have just put a magnet on it. <laughs> the chip. Yeah. I, that's, that's not I, fucking fun. I dude. would love to swallow that and then try to hear my intestinal track. <laughs> It'd just be like... <laughs> it does get flushed down the toilet. Just be... No, that's the other one. Fart noises for... <laughs> no, it, it's going to be in your stomach for seven years, dude. <laughs> Yeah, get lodged in there with the watermelon seed that's growing. Mm-hmm. It's fucking real, dude. Jesse mm-hmm. Ventura talked about that shit on the show. Lady grew a fucking watermelon out of her taint. Yeah, that gold lady swallowed a watermelon seed. And mm-hmm. that's How really often do you listen to the Jesse Ventura show? It's fucking subscribed weekly, dude. Patreon. <laughs> All that shit. Each episode is 13 hours long. Mm-hmm. So how much is he charging for that? It's a deal, dude. It's... I don't want to tell you. It's embarrassing. But yeah, he'll, he'll straight up. He's fallen asleep, left it recording for eight hours, and then got back up and then just started over again. Ventura is the new Rogan? Yeah. Cliff also mentions that uh, Stargrove's dad sent out a care package, helped himself to a little bit of the white chocolate. <laughs> Fucking. <laughs> You it's feel bad at first, but considering how much Stargrove fucking pulls out of, of Cliff, I think a, a cookie now and then is okay. Uh, some bookworm loser shows up at their <laughs> dorm room. <laughs> this guy's like, I'm just trying to get the list together for parents' day. Uh, Cliff's like, yeah, of course my parents are going to be there. And Stargrove, and Stargrove mentions, hey, you know what? My dad's coming out, too. This gets everybody all fucking jazzed up, dude. Mm-hmm. Sweet we- pan over to the pic- like the picture that he... Because when I was in college, I definitely had a picture of my dad. <laughs> <laughs> on my nightstand. You can do it, Bones. <laughs> when times are tough, I just look over. Mm-hmm. Just thinking about my dad railing some fucking chicks. <laughs> All right, we cut over at this point to Lazenby. This is Stargrove Sr. He's sneaking around in the sewer, or I don't know, I guess that's where he is. Him and his crew are down here, and they're trying to flush out Ragnar. Ragnar is everywhere. Well, yeah, his, his whole plan is to poison, like, the water, though. So I guess a sewer makes sense. Mm-hmm. Ragnar doesn't... He doesn't have to do any of this. Well, at he, first... He's already at, living a great life. At first, he says he just wants to do it for ransom. But by the end of the Jules. movie, I guess he's bought into <laughs> this plan. Say what you will, fucker sees it through, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I i mean, if we're saying that, seeing it through, the original plan was just to threaten to do it until someone gave you stuff not to do it. Yeah, I mean, well, okay. I don't, I don't want a Diablo yet. That's, what, <laughs> yeah. that's why I shut up. Lazenby starts setting up some C4. It slips off the wall. Uh, if only he had some <laughs> good chewing gum, could have avoided this. 
Who goes back? I have been like, fuck that. Both times I watched this, that was the first question. Like, just wait a second, dude. Oh, I guess they only brought one on charge of C4. <laughs> it's the tiniest little explosion. <laughs> uh, he yells bloody hell. He runs over and puts the C4 back on the wall. As Lazabee works through the rest of the wall with a torch, we see one of his crew members get ambushed. Lazenby quickly turns around. We see that he's at gunpoint, a double cross. <sighs> Fuck. Lazenby says, seems like I've got a problem. This guy says, yeah, fatal one. Stargrove Sr. burns this guy with his welding torch, but catches a bullet in the leg for his trouble. <laughs> Stargrove chases this guy off, uh, wakes up his knocked out accomplice, and they get back to work. They see the area they're uh, trying to, I guess they're just trying to get through a wall into another part of the sewer, uh, but an alarm goes off. A bunch of Ragnar goons storm in. A lot of Rufios, man. Holy shit. The mm-hmm. hair. Yeah. Stargrove tells his buddy to get behind him, and he opens up an umbrella. All these goons, they just stop and start laughing. This gives Stargrove enough time to just start shooting his gun at them. That's awesome. Uh, the goons shoot back, but this umbrella is bulletproof. Stargrove's running through the sewer, tosses a grenade, uh, but eventually he gets surrounded by goons. They got him. They take Stargrove over to Ragnar. Ragnar's kind of like, you know what? My plan is stupid, <laughs> but <laughs> if you ever want to see your son again... Better go along with it. Stargrove asks, how's Lance involved in all this? Ragnar says, I wasn't sure he was until just now. (laughs) Seems like you kind of let him into that. I mean. He probably just threw it out there. Like, maybe this guy has a son. It's like, oh shit. It it is weird when you think about, so Ragnar needs this disc. Stargrove had the disc, sent it away, and then still went after Ragnar in Ragnar's base. Mm-hmm. Okay. You seems, got like fucking, a, seems like a stupid plan. You got to squash evil out, dude. <laughs> you can't let it go on. All right. I know from a very good movie that anytime somebody's like down in like a subterranean lair, you have to send the entire police force down there to flush them out. It's true. Fatal flaw. See, I was going to say, based on the events of MI5, they just killed the guy at the end of it. MI6 wouldn't have even been needed. Crime, this is, the bond is not enough. Not, the mission is not enough. Yeah, but I've been watching Mission Impossible movies. I want to hear about it. He's like the American Bond. All right. Who would, who would win in a fight? Bond. Hunt. Oh, he could beat the shit out of fucking Mm-mm. Bones. You have Sean to take Connery. current bonds. Sean Connery's not even alive, dude. No, would, Bones would have to take current current bonds. You have to. I have to, I have to take Daniel Craig Bond. Yep. Daniel Craig Bond wins. I love fucking Ethan Hunt. His stunts are better. He's got more balls, but hand to hand, no way. Bond. Not if the contest is printing out faces. (laughs) 
Bond has a guy for that. Ragnar says... Uh, Hit us up in the Discord, <laughs> listeners. Who do you think would win? Bond, Ethan Hunt. I think this is, this is a good argument. Ragnar says, uh, you'll hand over the disc if you want to see your son live. And if somebody says Stargrove, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> All right? This is a serious topic. It's not a joke. This podcast isn't a joke. This is real. Obviously, we haven't said anything funny, so that means it's real. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> Sorry, Kron. Just wanted to get that out there. Goon sneaks over. He's going to get this disc off Stargrove. They're all like, keep your hands where I can see you. <laughs> Don't even reach into your jacket. That's right. Uh, but when this guy reaches for the disc, Stargrove stabs him right in the hand and then tosses an explosive. Oh, I thought he had like a little he had snap something trap. in his pocket, yeah. He had like a mouse trap thing that. Oh, I thought he stabbed him. Now, when he reaches in, it like snaps and then he's like, ah! he's He's going to reach for it and they're like, no, no, no. And he's like, it's in like the left breast or something. And then the guy reaches in and thing snaps. Oh, that's even cooler. Yeah. Why would you, you're going to bring all this attention. You knew it was going to happen. Maybe it's just like a burned copy of, I don't know, Abba's Greatest Hits or something. It's hilarious because they shoot the guy in the ass and they put like the blood stain down. Stargrove runs off. This goon starts chasing him. At the top of a walkway, Stargrove uh, pumps a goon full of bullets. We see his body drop several stories and smash into a piece of railing. Looks awesome. From a great height, buddy. Mm-hmm. It looks really good. I mean, I know it's just a dummy hitting a rail, but... From a great height. You know that song? God loves his children. Well, dude. <laughs> this is another 26 cents or something? Let me fuck my eye up. Jim Morrison? That's Radiohead. It's Paranoid Android. Who's in a bunker? <laughs> you guys... That's 100% a Radiohead lyric. You guys like Radiohead? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to a certain extent. Like, I think they had... I don't know. Well, let's say three really good albums. <laughs> You say albums or songs? Hail to the Thief, uh, OK Computer, and Kid A. In rainbows. What about Amnesia or Amnesia or some shit? Yeah, that was kind of like... Wasn't that like Kid A, like B-sides, essentially? (laughs) I know I'm singing Paranoid Android. That, That fucking video creeped me out when I was a kid. So that's a cartoon one? That's the animated one, yeah, where the yeah, where kid goes up down. on the street light and then the yeah. dude takes off his clothes and he's wearing like the S&M shit, chops off his own legs, falls into the river. It's a good video, but it creeped me the fuck out. I think we can all agree that uh, Creep is their absolute best song. <laughs> They'll never do better than that. I don't know, man. Take that, Tom York. I don't know. <laughs> I think he gets like real pissed about it, like. 
you know, if anybody even mentions creep, he gets all pissy. I get that. I mean, if it's like, oh, the thing off my first album, mm-hmm. like you you think is the best, like not all the shit that we've worked really hard to like separate from that. I think album wise, I think In Rainbows might be my favorite. But Hail to the Thief is pretty damn good too. There, there is maybe my favorite song. I think um, Johnny Greenwood's There Will Be Blood soundtrack is probably <laughs> their best album. Do you really I think was, that? I mean, could you just throw it on and listen to it casually? Isn't it all just like dissonant violence? He does. He does. I've seen him. I've been hanging out with him. He's put that record on, and then I've turned my back because I was doing a Blair Witch, and then I turned back around, and Dan was outside drilling for oil in his backyard. Mm-hmm. It's He's got so many holes. His family has strained so many ankles stepping in all these fucking oil. It's gonna happen holes. one day. Doesn't don't you just drill with that like Amish hand tool though? <laughs> Where you gotta like crank it around. <laughs> I'm an oil man. It's gonna take you forever to get a hole big enough for your foot to even go in. We grow rocks here. I'll just say that. <laughs> well Midwest logic for y'all out there. Dan, you ever yeah. leave your son in another room and like just walk in and yell at your wife that you've abandoned your boy? <laughs> she tells me that every time I come downstairs to do the podcast. <laughs> Maybe she one day. And, like the, and then the, I go upstairs, I put him in a basket, and I say, he's just a bastard in a basket. Maybe one day the two you can dig a deep hole in the backyard, and then you'll reenact the first 40 minutes of <laughs> there will be blood for him. Yeah, one of us is going to get a call. I broke my leg, bro. Mm-hmm. That's what I do when she calls for help. I'm just like, I try to pull myself. She's like, oh, I'll do it myself. You're doing there will be blood again. He's in it. He's in it. He's in the zone, guys. Yeah, She's I like, like Radiohead. All right, where was I in this thing? Uh, oh, yeah, that goose landed on the rail <laughs> railing. Good thing we waited for this week, huh? <laughs> so all this is being intercut with Stargrove Jr.'s gymnastics routine. Uh, Ragnar catches up to Stargrove Sr. He says, water, water everywhere, but not a drop to drink. You know what I mean? And Stargrove's like, no, dumbass. <laughs> I'm losing blood. I don't give a shit. Um, Ragnar's like, well, you're about to lose a lot more. And he just blasts this dude with a fucking shotgun. Oh, fucking awesome. Stargrove Sr. goes flying. And when you know it, Stargrove Jr. also goes flying off those fucking uneven bars. What a cut. So Dan brought us Highlander, which... uh, Sean Connery shot a week on. How long do you think Lazenby was on this set? Two days? A day. I'd I'll say it, a day. I'd say like two or three. He's in like a chunk of it. I mean, it's not nothing. It's not a cameo. <laughs> it's not a chunk. It's, he's in an action scene. It's what? Like, I bet he's in seven minutes of the movie. <laughs> it, it still counts. 
I mean, did you Bones? Did you think there was enough Lazenby in this? For I think it's it, I think it's enough to count. I think it's enough to count. That's all that matters. Yep. <laughs> all right, we cut over to Stargrove Senior's funeral. This old guy comes up to Lance. Uh, this is the dad's lawyer, and all of it, he's just chit chatting away. Um, all of a sudden, these two clock a very attractive woman at the funeral. Wouldn't you? Yeah. I'm always scanning. Oh, I'm a hound at funerals, dude. Oh, dude. Strange wool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I this goes out syndicated across the world, right? Ooh, baby, I am bereaved. <laughs> Rest your petals on me, girl. Mm-hmm. This woman is Donja Deering. She cries. She rips up a flower. Uh, and then she peels off in a sports car. 100% my type. Right off the bat. Was she... Was she in... Does she have a connection to Prince? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she's vanity. She was in like his... A lot of his videos and shit, right? Or did she sing? Uh, I thought she sang. I thought she yeah. was also a singer. She was kind of like a, you know, an act he developed or something. Just got her into shit. Uh, uh, Dan, you're going to love this. She was in an episode of the TV series Highlander. Oh, fucking hell, dude. Come full circle. Uh, We cut over to the car ride between Lance and this whole year. I guess I can't sing Aerosmith anymore. Fuck. Lance has been left some cash in a farm, I guess. Yeah, and he complains like a fucking bitch. Like, give me a farm, please. He says at one point, well, I don't know where to go. I'm like, you've got a fucking farm. What are you talking about, dude? I don't think he knew about the farm. This is after he already learned about it. Oh, okay. Oh, I feel like the lawyer does burn him, though. He's like, you never went up to the farm with your dad? <laughs> yeah. Really sticks it to him. Uh, What's Lance, he say? You're not rich, but you won't be on food stamps? Mm-hmm. How old? Hell, that's rich how, by fucking today's standard. How old is this guy? His dad. His dad? Yeah, he's got to be like in his 60s, right? Uh, do you yeah, want to know his actual date at the time of shooting? I mean, his I guess if we're doing his age. Modern times, yeah, I guess. So he was like mid-60s, mid late, or early 70s, maybe? You think Lazenby was in the 70s with it while filming this? I said or late 60s. 47. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Had a rough few years. Because <laughs> this was this was 86, right? Was the water mm-hmm. poisoned and he was drinking it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was... Holy fuck. Okay, this was eighty six. Let me let me get back to him. I think it said he was born in thirty nine. So if my math's correct, that's forty seven, right? Whew, what a yeah! Ghoul. Holy shit, dude! Never mind. I won't go with this bit. Fuck. Uh, Lance also mentions that he doesn't believe the report on how his father died. The lawyer's like, no, I'm telling you, it was a police, the police report says traffic accident. Yeah, he's only 25. <laughs> yeah. 
dad still had 30, 40 years ahead of him. Yeah. <laughs> he replaced I, the Crypt I mean, Creeper. <laughs> British 40 is like American 60. <laughs> like 60s, 70s, 80s movies, they're all substantially younger than you think they are. And then by Omar, modern standards. Can you confirm this, please? <laughs> Like, fucking Cruz is, like, almost 60. Yeah, but he's a Scientologist. No telling. Oh, yeah. He's got powers. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, he's a drinking xenon juice or whatever it is. I think he produces it at this point. Mm -hmm. I think they're milking him for xenon juice. Yeah. I can't wait for the book after he dies. It's going to be wild. I just can't wait for fucking Mission Impossible 7. Yeah, me too. At this point, is it going to be a two day? It's like it's in July, isn't it? Mm-hmm. What? I'm not invited. Are you yeah, caught you up? Can go to? Are you caught yes, up? Yes, I'm caught up. I was caught up before you. You've not rewatched them all recently, like <laughs> really? Like I fucking did. I went to the theater for. I've been to the theater for all of them. Oh, man, that stuff in six. Oh, I wish I had seen it in oh, an IMAX theater, oh, dude. Oh, it looks so good. My fucking wife was so goddamn tense. Like when he drops off the bottom of that helicopter and catches himself. Yeah, she was just like, ah! I was like, babe, it's fine. It's a fucking movie. He's safe. It's fine. But How do you not give that guy a best actor? Jesus Who's Christ. doing more? Who's doing more? Nobody. This is the bond Nobody. is not enough. Yeah, but I'm just saying. Look at what he's doing. It's wild. I know. God damn it. What did we even say? I, it's oh, a Mission we Impossible were, connection. Yeah. Yep. Yep. No. Um, I'll talk to Chris. Asshole. Come on, dude. What? What's up? I. Hey, I'm not taking your you shit know, anymore. Every time you come me, in, I, I don't have to do this, you know. Hey, chill out. I don't he, show up here. Listen, right, I'm here. sorry. I'm he knows a lot here. about security cameras. Listen here, break. you two smooth neck punks. Okay, you don't know anything about Hollywood. You guys are corn fed, you goat eating shit bags. Okay, you want me to be mean? I can't. I don't right. eat shit bags, Mister DePalma. <laughs> Shut up, mustache. Turd ball. There's only one. There can only be one. And that's Mission Impossible. Oh, you listened last week? Yeah, I always listen. I'm on the Dropbox. You idiots haven't taken me off there. And you send me the link every week. So do you listen to the separate audio tracks and then put them together in your mind? That's a lot of work, dude. I got a person that edits it together. It sounds way better than whatever you guys are doing. Well, why don't you fucking upload that in the Dropbox and that's what we'll post? You're not paying me. You're not paying me. You don't do anything for free. That you're good at. Did you learn anything from uh, Oppenheimer's Batman's? Oppenheimer's Batman. Okay. That's good. Hey, you told me to. Chill. Hey, by Just the way, you guys up. gonna you guys gonna cover that uh, that new Oppenheimer? Nah. Why not? It'll be too good. Yeah. We're gonna be busy this summer with Thunder in Paradise. You ever heard of it? He can't hold a candlestick to old Brian DeBommelry. He calls me every time he's making a movie. I'm too scared that the atomic bomb will blow up the theater, dude. <laughs> I mean, it's going to look pretty cool in IMAX, I will say that. Yeah. You guys think I should reshoot 
uh, Scarface and IMAX? No. Why not? Uh, who's who's going to play? You're not giving me good reasons. You'd never make it in Hollywood because anyway. you're, you're going it, to. It's going to make cocaine look even cooler. Cocaine is cool. What are you talking about? I know. Never stop being. It's cool. already pretty cool. We just they can't made afford it illegal. And there's a there's an cool. epidemic, man. We can't have more cocaine on the streets. No, you guys are doing the 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 Fenton stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. fentanyl. Yeah, they're cutting it in everything. Yeah, doesn't that come from like an air conditioning or something? That's Freon. Yeah, that's just yeah, your same thing. That's just a classic pool, dude. That's just having fun after school. Yeah, <laughs> At your buddy's house. What does it make your voice high as something? It anyway, it can't hurt I you. I hey, if you're listening, I've done enough of that. Freon can't hurt you. Hey, um, I'm here. If you're out there, John Freon can't hurt you anymore. <laughs> I'm here for John Stamos. You guys are talking about Ethan Hunt and Daniel Craig. Yeah, they're fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. Stargrove sucks. It's a tangent-filled podcast, dude. <laughs> yeah. Listen, usually a sign of a great movie. Mm-hmm. They didn't give me my trilogy like I wanted. John Woo tried, but he he failed. John Woo tried to give you the trilogy. <laughs> no, he tried to make hey, it look kind of like mine. I think, the same text. I in think the beginning. you were offered to. You backed out. They had other shit going on. What? What you do? What you do after Mission Impossible? You tell me. Mission to Mars. It's another mission. I think I wanted Ethan Hunt for that. That was my idea for two, but they said no. Was Snake Eyes after? Was Bonfire after? <laughs> no. Bonfire no. was before. No, we don't talk about that. <laughs> yeah, my first rule of maybe Brian we, De Palma is maybe, you don't talk about yeah, Bonfire. If we keep talking about Bonfire, maybe I'll leave. The second rule of De Palma is you don't talk about Bonfire. Anyway, stop talking about the other ones. Number one was the greatest. It always will be. Yes, I mean, it is. It's come on, nice. I got Angelina's Jolie father. I don't know, man. Three kind of cooks. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> Three kind of cooks, dude. Yeah, it's pretty good. You got fucking Philip Seymour Hoffman in there. Yeah, he's got that line. You don't think I'll do it? Yeah, mm-hmm. right at the mm-hmm. beginning. It's great. Then the fucking die. Yeah, shut up, crumb. Um. Anyway, I gotta go. Um. You'll be hearing from me soon on all your movie sites that you follow. Don't worry. I'm hot at work. All right. I got to go. Uh, okay. Who? Michael Douglas. I thought he was dead. All right. Anyway, I got to go. Bye, buddy. All right, guys. We cut over to the farm. Uh, Donja Deering is in there. She's putting a horse in the stable. Suddenly, this weird-ass uh, punk Skeletor guy shows up. He attacks He's her. fucking ripped, man. Mm-hmm. He attacks Has he been her. in anything else? Uh, I didn't quite look. possible. I, 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 can I swear? I'm like, man, I've seen that guy in other movies. They're, I'm th- they're, I thought maybe like a, a fucking Road Warrior or Mad Max or some shit. You're probably just associating that with this movie because they rip it off so <laughs> prevalently. <laughs> maybe. That look, the looks, yeah. All right, Dodge is able to get a gun off of a wall that spins around. She exposes <laughs> all the secrets. She kind of gets the upper hand on this guy, but wouldn't you know it, another one crashes through, um, like an upper window comes in. 
Now they've got the jump on her. Um, what do you want? She asks. Fork over some Ram K, bitch, or we're, or we're gonna tenderize your butt. <laughs> That's so great. So great. I was like, what did he just say? I had her fucking rewind it. Just at this moment, Lance shows up. He walks in and says, hey, what's going on here? <laughs> did you guys walk in the, your bedroom that night and he's like, I'm going to tenderize that butt? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I slept on the couch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. I uh, I reached out for her, but a mousetrap got my hand. <laughs> <laughs> got you, fucker. Uh, Lance asks what's going on. This gives Daja enough time to deal with these goons. She knocks them out. Uh, she starts a fire. Then we see that fire <laughs> casually crawl over to a box marked grenades. Takes its time. Mm-hmm. Just blows up her own goddamn horse. Stick. It's not even hers. No, it's Lance's property. <laughs> yeah. Fucking sue this chick, dude. She feels guilty about it. That's why she pays him back a little later. <laughs> Barn explodes. Uh, that punk guy, he's able to wiggle his way out and hop in a dune buggy and peel out. It's pretty fucking sweet. Daja and Lance go over to the cabin. Uh, Lance wants to know what the hell's going on. These two kind of have a back and forth. Daja uh, says she's going to find out what happened to Stargrove, whatever it takes. Lance says it's not going to bring him back. Suddenly, Guys, if we bought a dune buggy, would we share it? Could we share it? No. I would wreck that dune buggy day one, dude. <laughs> really? We would share it until you let me behind the driver's yeah. seat, dude. Dude, I would, I'd have, like, skulls on it and shit. Oh, it'd have so much fucking torque and rip Kron's fucking arms off, dude. I'd, I'd die in that dune yeah, buggy, man. dude. <laughs> I think we got an activity for the next Bud's trip, He'd dudes. fucking... <laughs> dude's notorious for huffing paint. Mm-hmm. He'd fucking s- scream V8, witness me, take a hit. And... Oh, you heard how much I was going on about that Freon earlier, dude. Mm-hmm. I'd be... I'd be zooted behind that dude buggy seat, dude. Just... Ripped. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Rip him! Uh, all right. Suddenly, alarm starts blaring. Daja grabs a gun. A car pulls up. She says, don't worry. It's just a friend. But wouldn't you know it, we see this guy get out. It's the same guy who double-crossed Stargrove from the beginning. The ginger. What? This guy asks what happened to the barn. She says, we had some visitors. What were they after? I don't know. A disc. Any idea who could be behind this? Ragnar. And then this is their words. This guy says, the hermaphrodite, half man, half woman, thought he disappeared years ago. Yeah, well, he's back. He's performing an act at a nightclub called the Incinerator. Daja goes back to Lance. Uh, She's going to go check out the Incinerator. She tells Lance, you just stay in the cabin. Are we we getting into the Incinerator? Without a doubt. Yeah. Okay. All right. We cut over to the incinerator. Uh, this is some weirdo club where people are just riding dirt bikes in the building and fighting and doing all kinds of shit. 
it's a goon drag bar. Yeah. I mean, at this point, Kron, I was like, how the fuck have I never heard of this? So Of the incinerator? <laughs> no, of this movie. I was like, what's up? How, how did I not hear about this? How nope. did I've never come across this? Well, you're fucking welcome, Dan. <laughs> That's what I'm here for, buddy. I was amazed. Uh, Daja shows up to the incinerator. She's followed by Lance. He places his gum tracker from Cliff on the back of her bumper. Lest we not mention uh, fucking her outfit here, man. The, like, blue and silver thing? Yeah, with that a V cut in the doesn't front. give enough like it that's a, not a very good descriptor like that thing is navel deep <laughs> she's looking at like J Lo at a yeah whatever the fuck she went to I don't know the block <laughs> no didn't she go to like the award show what the fuck oh, she's she's from the block oh yeah. when she went to the Grammys or whatever that yeah it's green a thing now you just see every lady doing that i prefer her in the um uh angel the cell oh yeah <laughs> that red bodysuit uh it's a sale movie i hear mm-hmm. uh yeah vanity might be top top babe of all the pod- of five day on, the, on the podcast so far yeah velda has been on this podcast velda's pretty hot but mm-hmm. i don't know Vanity's in the field. I mean, I guess Velda does go out to the field eventually, but... Yeah, Velda Velda was in the shit. (laughs) Can we get the Vanity Velda movie, please? Oh. Oh, Check, please. They should fucking... They should put that on HBO Max so everybody can hate it. (laughs) Nobody would know, like, what is this? Velda and... (laughs) Nobody knows listening to this fucking show who we're talking about. Velda is from a movie that we covered earlier from our detectives category. Mm-hmm. I, the jury. Is I the think it movie. has four downloads and I think that's from me testing the feed. Mm-hmm. It's got like 20 some. It's a f- fucking fantastic movie. Alright, Lance follows Daja over to a table. Waitress comes over. She says, what'll it be? Wayne says, how about a lube job? Uh, waitress says, if the grease is for you, honey, I'm buying. This is the best character in the movie, this waitress. The crowd starts chanting for Velvet. We see Ragnar and Drag come out. He starts singing a song. It's kind of like, uh, it takes a man like me to please a woman like me. <laughs> I think those are some of the lyrics I wrote down. These are actually some kiss lyrics. Uh, and the crowd is just fucking loving this performance. Mm-hmm. I'm saying, man, he's got a career right here. Why Why do the whole crime thing? Uh, you can't get jewels and ransom from your drag show. <laughs> jewels. All right. So this next line is important information that Lance needs to know. But I'm what not is sure. This? It's Jewel. It's just some blonde lady from Alaska who looks like a hobo. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's Jewel. 
Alright, so as they're watching this drag show, Daja just casually mentions, hey, I think this is the guy that killed your dad. What? Uh, Lance gets pissed. Him and Daja argue. She leaves. Outside, that punk Skeletor guy starts messing with Lance's bike. Uh, Lance goes inside to meet with Ragnar slash Velvet. He says he's got all of Velvet's tapes at home and wants an autograph picture. While Ragnar's getting the photo, Lance sticks a piece of his tracker gum in the room. Ragnar can't place it, but he thinks he recognizes Lance. Uh, Lance gave the name Bill, so good covert spy work here. Mm -hmm. Ragnar yells out Stargrove. Lance doesn't even react. Outside, Lance puts on his headset to listen to the tracker, but Ragnar's already sweeping the room and finds it and flushes it. Some drunk biker starts hassling Lance about his bike. He throws Lance off of it, jumps on, and starts it, but it explodes. Awesome. And there's a real funny shot of one of these punk goons grabbing a fire extinguisher. (laughs) There's, like, whenever they first show the club, there's, like, a couple that is dancing, and I'm like, there's no way that they would, they would be kicked the fuck out of this place if they were dancing like that. At, like, a real rock club. But yeah, he's a bitch, bro. Like, he gets his ass kicked through, like, this whole movie. Lance. Well, he's yeah. not a full... He, he's not in full Stargrove mode yet. He's a gymnast. I mean, he's limber and he can move. Come on. I think, yeah, he hasn't really fought. I mean, his... Even with, like, the wrestlers in the beginning, he tries to use his, like, fox-like cunning to get out of it, you know? Well, he kind of just pulls the "you've got something on your shirt" thing, and then yeah. Flicks but him he's, in the nose. He like, but That's he, what I would he's like nimble and gets around him and kind of uses his charm, you know. Up to this uh, point, he hasn't had uh, to to get nasty. Uh, we get a brief shot of Lance. He gets back to his dorm room. He needs to borrow Cliff's motorcycle. Hey, remember those cookies you stole? I need you to pay that back. Yeah, time to pay up, dude. Let me borrow your bike. Lance is following Daja. Uh, she gets like, a- you were fasting anyway for gymnastics, so mm-hmm. I did you a favor? Mm-hmm. I think you got a fast for gymnastics. There's no, no you're you're probably eating six, seven thousand calories a day. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. There's there's no weight requirement in <laughs> gymnastics. Hey. You want to balance your strength to weight ratio, but I think you're going to be. Yeah, look, let's go. Let's. <laughs> I guess I just mean it's not like boxing or wrestling where they're going to weigh you before you compete. Well, I'm sure it matters for each event. You don't want your heaviest guy on, like, rings. Why? No, you want him on the vault so he What are you worried he's going to pull the bolts out of the ceiling? I mean, no, because he's, he'll can't hold his weight as long as a lighter guy. That's why it's important to have calories so your muscle strength is there. Can't build muscle without calories, bro. This ain't fucking lean gains. This is gymnastics. If I'm a gymnastics coach, I'm not I'm not taking uh Marshall who's two fifty on rings. I'm gonna put Seth who's one twenty. Like, come on. Yeah. 
Yeah, you got strategy. You got Marshall. Trying to win a national championship here. Put Marshall on floor routine. <laughs> yeah, but get him the ball. Let him give him the ribbon. Yeah, get out there, Marshall. Lance is following Daja. She gets a call on her car cell phone. Looks pretty fucking cool. Fucking awesome. It's just millions. Mm-hmm. The guy calling is Carruthers. This is the redheaded guy who's double-crossed Stargrove Sr. Uh, she says we got a lead on Ragnar's hideout. Daja clocks Lance in the rear view. She speeds off. He follows. She notices a couple goons start riding up on him. Uh, they try some real uh, fucking road rash shit here. <laughs> got some chains and Fuck clubs. Yeah. Daja sees a semi up ahead. She drives her little sports car in between the wheels of it. You know it's coming. She pulls a gun out of the glove box and just starts blasting on these bikers. We see one- like bigger than her. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One of them gets uh, one of these bikers gets like rolled over by the semi, which looks really cool. At least the bike does. Too bad they didn't have like a wrist crossbow. That's like the best weapon to have when you're on a motorcycle. When you only get one shot. Yeah, but cinematically, it's the coolest. After all this, Lance gets in the car with Daja. She explains that Stargrove did a lot for her and her family. She needs to keep Lance safe, which means that he has to stay away from her. Up ahead, some of Ragnar's goons lay out a spike strip. She immediately hits it. It's an ambush. She's able to jump out and kill a couple of these guys, but there's too many. They capture her and Lance. Cut over to Lance. He wakes up back in the cabin. Walks to the kitchen. Uh, one goon just starts slamming his fucking head into the sink repeatedly. <laughs> Give us this the disc, Lebowski. I think it's still in there. Uh, this guy is saying, where's the disc? Where's the Ram K? Over and over. These guys are just beating the shit out of Lance. He looks over and sees the Stargrove medallion. He instantly pops up. He starts fighting back, incorporating a lot of the gymnastics training that he's had. He grabs one of these guys, throws him out a window, grabs the other one, and shakes it out of him. Dodge is being held at Ragnar's jail. These goons take off in a dune buggy. Lance fires a couple shots at them and yells, The name is Stargrove. That's what I'm going to yell right before I crash your dune buggy bones. <laughs> Fuck. I just got it from Dan, too. It's mm-hmm. the bummer. Sounds like Stargrove sounds like the name of like an orange company or some shit. I was gonna say Transformer, but I think isn't there a Starscream? Starscream mm-hmm. is yeah. There. Oh, he's not a uh, yeah. He's a Transformer, but he's a Decepticon. I think he's Fucker. a jet, right? Yeah, yeah. He's a bad robot. Fucking Decepticons, pieces of shit. Ragnar sounds like a Transformer name too. I think of Thor. Ragnarok. Wasn't there like a Transformers, but they were animals? Yeah. Yeah. Beasts. Beasts. Yeah. There's like a the good, good guy was a gorilla. Gotta be. It's the best <laughs> fucking animal, dude. 
I think there that's is wasn't that like the latest Transformers movie? Beast Wars. Beast Wars. Yeah, that's it. Beast Wars. Wasn't the uh the red Power Ranger in the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie? Didn't he have a gorilla? That was a T Rex. One of them was a T Rex, but I feel like one of them was a was I think the the red guy was a T Rex. Thought they were all dinosaurs. Who was a gorilla? Yeah, I think they were all dinosaurs. There's a saber tooth guy. Pterodactyl. Mm-hmm. It might have been the green that was a. He was also like a T Rex. <laughs> no. White was like an eagle or something. White shit, was the it? eagle in the movie. And blue was a frog, right? Showing Keep going, All right. Uh, let's see. So inside the cabin, Lance is getting ready. He's proud of who he is now. <laughs> he goes over and he tries Self acceptance to- <laughs> is important, right? Like, tra- that's the first step. <laughs> I, just, I just love that you typed that sentence out. <laughs> He tries to put the Stargrove emblem onto his chain, but he drops it and it rolls across the floor. Uh, lands next to a piece of a floor with a small little notch in it, and Whoa. the floor is glowing for some reason. Lance places the medallion in the notch. Suddenly, the bed opens up. Oh, it's a secret passageway, you guys. Holy shit. Lance enters and finds a hidden room. All of his dad's guns and awards for being a spy are in there. Just a shit ton of porn mags. Lance is checking all this stuff out, but the alarm goes off. Someone on a bike is outside. This guy comes in with a crazy gun. Lance jumps on him, but it's just Cliff. He came to help. He brought the fire blazer. He's made some improvements. Cliff also mentions, hey, I got the disc that your dad sent. Uh, Cliff checked it out. The disc has the ability to poison the entire city's water supply forever. <laughs> Did he just send it through, like, UPS? I don't know. But I do know this is the perfect opportunity for us to go poison the water supply with a pee break. All right, welcome back, everybody. Five Day Rentals Podcast. We are deep in the heart of never too young to die. Uh, what important has happened? Uh, Ragnar stole a bunch of Ram K, and Vanity wore a low cut dress to a <laughs> drag club. Yep, that's about it. Mm-hmm. Also, that Tom Cruise is quite an actor. <laughs> mm-hmm. Tim and also, Reagan, but I have Wikipedia confirmation that Rocky was an ape. His uh, his spirit animal in the movie was awakened, and it was a, he was assigned an ape. Who's Rocky? Uh, he was a Red Ranger. I thought Aisha he had a- is the bear. Billy is the wolf. Kimberly just- is the crane, and Adam is the frog. Was this like Tom a rewrite the for the movie? Yeah. So if you remember in the movie, they went to like. Uh, some ancient place and there was that chick in like the uh barbarian 
BC sort of like cave lady get up or whatever. She makes some. Is it Ninjetta or something? What is something? I read this. Yeah. <laughs> we'll Ninjetti. just cover it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course. It's on the list. All right, at Ragnar's lair, some nerd-ass Robert England sitting at a big board showing how the poison's going to get into the water. He he looks great as a nerd, man. <laughs> the hair and the glasses look great. He looks like uh, the guy from Body Double when he's got his glasses on, uh, when he's like trying to get into that porno movie. <laughs> Did we do oh, Body okay. Double? Yeah. Yeah. No, we did body heat. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, these goons who got beat up by Lance show up. Ragnar isn't happy. He says, hand over the disc. This guy says, he squared us up real good. See? Blood. <laughs> Proof. Ra- Ragnar says, no Ram K. And then Ragnar spikes this guy with his nail right in the jugular. Dan, you were asking earlier about the the ripped guy in the barn if he was in something else that we've covered. Yeah. But, but this guy, um, I know for sure is in some stuff. His name is uh Branscombe Richmond. I think he's Hawaiian or Native American. Um big stuntman actor, eighties and nineties. Um shit ton of stuff that we've covered. Oh, he's in Nemesis, which we've covered. Do you know what Nemesis means? <laughs> yeah, he's also in uh he's also in a Bond movie, License to Kill, one of Kron's favorites. Mm-hmm. One of the few I've watched. Mm-hmm. You get that so, Wayne Newton so, in there, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is Wayne Newton a bad guy in that movie? Yeah, he's like he's the figurehead for like the uh investment operation. He runs like the little cult like. Oh, yeah. He's thing. got a cult. Yeah. <laughs> he does like the telethons and shit that's, that are just basically like code for uh, drug investments. What a weird Bond movie. That's awesome. <laughs> Do you ever see it, Dan? License to Kill? Yeah. With, was it a Roger Moore movie? No. It's no, Dalton. Dalton. Dalton? Mm-hmm. No. His two of two. It's got Benicio in it. Young Benicio. Ooh. Ragnar goes back over to England and uh, England's like, look, you see on this big board, all the poison's ready. <laughs> He's like, all you got to do is open the floodgates. They just need that Ram K. Is this where uh, Ragnar says like, what a beautiful shade of purple. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cut over to Daja. She's all tied up. These goons are yelling at her. Where's the Ram K? You got two options. Talk or burn. She spits. Burn, bitch. She spits in this guy's face. Okay, I guess burn is what you selected. <laughs> they start up a conveyor belt that slowly moves her, moves her closer to a fire. This is a real Bond kind of mm-hmm. slow. Is it crazy that like Ragnar was performing at like a club called the incinerator. And then now we're going to like burn her in an incinerator. Like this is like good thematic screenwriting. Like it's 
It's yeah. Like poetry, it rhymes. Chekhov's incinerator. Mm-hmm. Lance and Cliff show up. Cliff uses the flyer, fire blazer to blast a hole uh, through the building. They get inside. Yeah, and this, the, bo- the little thing's tied to like a fishing pole or something because she can clearly see him like pulling them out of the gun while they're on fire. <laughs> Looks great. Yeah, a little soup, super soaker that they fucking rigged up for this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, once they get inside, Lance starts blasting away with a shotgun. Up ahead, Lance and Cliff see a bunch of Ragnar's guys. Uh, Cliff prepares the fire blazer. He screams to get the goon's attention. Kind of like a, ah! <laughs> Do you guys notice like that in 80s movies, there was like an action bounce that main characters would do. And I don't know if is like, was Michael J. Fox, like the person that did this, like there's a bounce, like a hop that, that these like action actors will do. I don't know how else to describe it, but it's like really prevalent in this scene. Like Stamos kind of, it's like his way of like trying to be kinetic in it. And I don't feel like you see that much anymore. Like now it'd be very, very stoic and slow, but as he's infiltrating and like, you know, trying to quickly turn around and look around it. I think it's accentuated by like the white tennis shoes that he's wearing and the jeans, but yeah, maybe it comes from uh, Kung Fu movies. Maybe it could. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, there's a lot of like just kind of bouncing back and forth. <laughs> yeah. It's like a way to kind of make it seem more, uh, I already used the word kinetic, like uh, faster pace, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like you can kind of cut into that easier, maybe like it tricks your eye or something. I wonder what that style was. And you're not seeing like Michael J. White, like in a fucking straight to DVD action movie, do that now. Sounds like actors just got lazy. Hundred <laughs> percent. Mm-hmm. I can't keep jumping around like this they'll, all day. Yeah, they'll do that. They'll do the bounce and post. Mm-hmm. Can't say my lines. I'm out of breath. Uh, CG the po- uh, the bounce, please. <laughs> Some fucking guy cro- combing through frames of yeah. digital film to rock a foot back and forth. <laughs> All right. Cliff prepares the blazer again. Um, he goes to shoot, but this time all that comes out is like a little hot ball bearing that bounces on the floor. Sound familiar, Dan? What? When you blew your apple lang out? That hurt. Yeah. Well, the the swelling in the pus just got to be so much that. <laughs> you guys ever had a kidney stone? No. Not me, no. Oh, man. Passing a kidney stone was like the shortest distance between pain and absolute bliss. <laughs> Should have went to Magic Mountain. <sighs> oh. Is that a real thing? Like, do people go ride roller coasters to dislodge? Supposedly, Magic Mountain helps pass kidney stones, they say. I guess I got to win a Super Bowl. Sounds like a fact that was written by the same guy talking about all that asbestos poisoning. (laughs) Wizard of Oz. Fucking uh, ploy by the fucking Disney company. Yeah. Yeah. A bunch of people getting off Magic Mountain with piss in their underwear. 
Oh, Sh- I passed a stone. I must have passed a stone. But they felt better. Yeah, shake your stones loose in Wonderland or whatever their yeah. fucking hey. phrase is. I think you I sent you guys a photo of my kidney stone, and I think Kron was like, drink some water, dude. And I'm like, bro, that's fucking blood. Like, And then we went into- Nobody drinks yeah, more water than me. I think we went into, you should make a ring out of it or like a necklace or something. Yeah, I wasn't digging that out of the toilet. <laughs> Shut up. Do you think there's a bunch of like very sick people lined up at the gates of Magic Mountain every day hoping to- Cure yeah. their cure yeah. their ailments. <laughs> it's like that scene in uh, Man on the Moon when yeah. Jim Car- when fucking Carrie goes to like that Indian fucking witch doctor and shit. Sees him pulling the f- shrimp out of people. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hurry up! I bought the fast pass. Come on! <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the blazer has failed. Uh, oh shit! These guys just take off running. Uh, all these Ragnar guys are in hot pursuit. Cliff goes to try the blazer one more time. It's kind of a similar result, but I guess this one takes a lucky bounce and causes an explosion. I think she should have been dead already. Oh, yeah. Her eyeballs would have boiled. It takes, yeah, it's up to like 5,000 degrees or some shit. Vanity is so goddamn hot. She's already operating at such a high intensity. Hmm. The guys get to dodge in time to get her out of the furnace. Cliff shoots a hole through the wall again. Uh, our heroes are able to, able to get on their bikes and they roll out. A good, um, just generic machine gun spray from Stamos here. Mm-hmm. Again, I think, like some some unnecessary bounce to the. I to think the action. dudes start falling down whenever he's like pulling the gun down, like. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it is your life. I mean, <laughs> I'd hit the deck too, Dan. Stand there and eat a bullet. Pussy, just stand. <laughs> yeah. Our team meets up with Carruthers. Uh, he's not convinced that not having the disc will actually stop Ragnar. He's got a plan, but Daja and Lance will need to be the bait. Back at the cabin, Lance has his suspicions. Every time Carruthers pops up, something goes wrong. He suspects Carruthers uh, is a double agent that his dad mentioned. But they should go along with the plan because Carruthers can lead them right to Ragnar. Dodge is impressed. She wants to thank Lance for saving her life. Uh, Seems like this chick's trying to pull a real reverse The Graduate if you ask me. Uh, I don't know, Kron. I didn't get the sense that she wanted him to sleep with her. What do you mean? Oh, they did it? I'm just kidding. <laughs> you think she banged the dad, though, right? Oh, yeah. No. Oh, she yeah. totally banged Stargrove no. Sr., dude. No, 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 no. Dude, he's don't only 35. He's still get it up. Yeah. 35? He's 47 or some shit. <laughs> that what we figured out? Yeah. I'm just saying this. This chick is trying to bang the dad, bang the son, reverse graduate. Mm-hmm. You think this when was... she's like cooling herself off with the hose, that's because she's like still hot from that incinerator? Like she has Probably. like re- her her core temperatures just too hot? No. 
Okay. Now her. You, you think it was all sex? She aches for Lance. <laughs> I watched this again last night, and this was the point where I went downstairs to get another glass of bourbon. And uh, I was like, hey, wife, you need to watch this because this is exactly what I want for my birthday. <laughs> so I got back about the time that she was with the, the hose. And she's like, what the hell is this? <laughs> I was like, did you get it all written down? <laughs> she's like, shut the fuck up. All right. So all of this is going on down at the cabin. For some reason, up above on a hill, Carruthers and Cliff are watching this through binoculars. With a yeah. a battalion bata- like behind them. Like the National Guard has set up a fucking command center mm-hmm. up on this hill. Uh, back below, Daja is, uh, what is that note? Seducing, <laughs> I think is the word. Yeah, she's like hosing off and shit. Uh, Lance. <laughs> yeah. Is your paper smudged there, buddy? Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> this whole section here is just. <laughs> it's hot. It's sexy. If I took my paper and smashed it on my desk, it would shatter. <laughs> You're like, it freestands on its own, baby. Mm-hmm. Lance goes in. He grabs a Perrier water. <laughs> he fucking drains this thing in like one gulp. He goes back inside, gets an apple. He hornily eats that. He's, he's getting some fucking carbs, bro. He's getting some simple sugars to try to. Dosh is just pregame. Hosing down at this point. Lance grabs apple number two. He can't take it anymore. He throws this apple down. They start making out. He takes her in, throws her onto the bed. She's still wet. Uh, <laughs> it's not. I, I would have walked kind outside. Of a, kind of what you want. <laughs> I, I don't know. I would have walked outside and it would have been on. Like, how, there was no. No. I would have seen her sitting on that sunbathing. I would be like, yep. Hey. Hey, I think it's pretty cool that he is waiting for absolute certainty. You know what I mean? Like consent. Yeah. <laughs> the chick has the hoser. Yeah, hose he goes through eight different like topless. steps of like, yep, yep, yep. Oh man, she really wants to fuck me. Mm-hmm. Nope. Better be careful. Better be careful. Uh, maybe she's if I go get an apple hoser. and I come out. Maybe she's, she's topless. Hot. Yep. Just watering the flowers, maybe. All right. These two are going at it. Reverse graduate is completed. (laughs) Back up top, that punk Skeletor guy shows up. He knocks out Cliff and steals his bike. Here's to you, Mrs. Vanity. Some of Carruthers guys show up. These, I guess they're just another set of goons, but they're all in army fatigues. Good goon movie here, Kron. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But they show up with some body doubles for Lance and Daja. This is a real confusing Wait, part of the movie. This is where I thought he'd show up, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dabama showed up already? Yeah. Mm-hmm. A while ago. Uh, European. I think we were talking too much about uh, Tom Cruise or something. Possible. Yeah. Yeah. Did he say his number one was the best and that's all that Oh, for sure. 
Yeah, it's the only thing much. I agree with BDP about. <laughs> oh, that guy hates you. Well, that we both like. I think we're both pervs, I guess. I think you know. if you really sat down with them, you'd probably have a lot more in common than you think. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I think I'm hesitant, you know? I'm probably jealous of his career and stuff. He's probably jealous of my body. So it's, we just got to work that out. Hey, you can always, you can always cover up your rolls with a safari jacket, dude. <laughs> All right, Carruthers uh, takes Lance and Daja up in a helicopter where he reveals... <laughs> He's got eye makeup on. When you know it. What are we? Wait, what? <laughs> what are we? Uh, five movies deep with helicopters. Who knows at this point? <sighs> yeah. If you don't said, have one, you you did something wrong. Mm-hmm. So, all right, all right. You're getting ready to do the reveal, Kron. I'm sorry. That's right. Carruthers reveals himself to have been Ragnar the whole time. What? Yeah. So, all right. So, timeline here at this, the eagle's nest or whatever, the base that they're watching down, right? So, he's in disguise as Carruthers, gets Mm -hmm. in the helicopter, takes off his disguise, puts on Ragnar makeup, then puts the disguise back on. In that short he, amount of time? I think he has the Carruthers makeup on, but he just puts the eye makeup for for Ragnar, for Ragnar? on top of okay. it. All right. It's not like a Nicholson Joker thing where like one is like tattooed over the other where they had to do like the three layers of makeup. You know, effect I'm talking about, like when he gets wet and he wipes off the, the non-white makeup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that was like the hardest cool. effect of the movie. Yeah. Okay. This is before Batman, by the way. So this probably informed that I makeup team. I don't know how the makeup works. Right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Here, question. Is Gene Simmons good in this movie? Because he's going fucking balls out with this laugh during this reveal. Like. Yeah, I think it's fair to say he's good, right? Like he knows what this movie is, he's in and is having fun. This is a decent performance by Gene Simmons through this thing. I I would agree with what you said, Bones. Like he knows exactly what kind of film this is. I mean, it is almost like you know, uh, oh shit, what's the the old Batman TV show? Who played Batman? <laughs> Adam, Adam West? West. Yeah. This is almost like Adam West level, like hijinks mm-hmm. and shit like that. He gives it every time he's on camera, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He sells it. I would say he's good in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you could throw him into, you know, Livewire. Schindler's list, but <laughs> he's doing pretty good here. Yeah, let's not try that. Uh, Trying to think of like what else he's in. He shows up in Extract, right? The Mike Judge movie. He's pretty fucking yeah. funny in that. He's in Runaway. He's the bad guy in Runaway. Shitload of Scooby Doo movies. Those are animated though. Back at Ragnar's compound, everybody's celebrating. They're having a good time. Uh, there's a guy that smashes his dirt bike into a set of stairs, which actually looks like it hurts. Yeah, I think that was a fuck up, right? 
It had to be. I mean, he slams into the handlebars like hard. Yeah, looks like it fucking hurt. I mean, that's the stunt rule, right? You use the take where I got hurt. So this seemed like a first take type of movie. I mean, did cut, print, <laughs> move so, on. So they didn't David Fincher the thing. I'll tell you no, that. Fuck much. no. <laughs> Uh, there was no Highlander, no alcohol stipulation on this thing. <laughs> it's like, you're going to need this. <laughs> <laughs> you're not going to feel anything, dude. We don't got no doctors on set or nurses. If you if you were to like compile all the footage that fucking David Fincher has actually taken, is it more than Kubrick? No. No? Because Kubrick would physically take pictures of shit and put them that's in fair yeah he was actually on film yeah yeah i mean i mean venture probably loved when it went digital he's like oh fuck yeah <laughs> i mean one david fincher movie is probably four movies worth of work right he could he could be like pumping out like albert payune level <laughs> filmography here but I think anybody uh, could doing be doing the tool thing. Could be pumping out Albert Payune. Yeah. I mean, we do get a new Fincher movie this year, 2023. Mank. Oh, is it going to be in the theaters? Mank 2. <laughs> it's called The Killer. Is it going to be in theaters? Yeah. Might be a two-day rental. All right. Uh, Ragnar addresses the crowd again. Orgasm, you turdy revelers. <laughs> they bring out Lance and Daja in a cage. Um, the goons pull them out. They're kind of about to rape Daja at this point. Yeah, Ragnar's uh, the one who has to stop it. Yeah, Ragnar stops everybody. Uh, Stamos is like, hey, Ragnar, you got a spare key? <laughs> Getting a little <laughs> joke in there, I guess. Lance says you can't do anything to us. We've got the disc. Just then that punk Skeletor guy shows up on Cliff's bike and reveals, hey, I found the fucking disc on this motorcycle. <laughs> he just like pulls it out like the spoke or some shit. He's like, yeah. I think there was like a little saddlebag over there. He had like a little compartment, Cliff. Did, I think, right? yeah, Cliff mentions that it was built into the bike or something, yeah. Daja asks, what happened to you, Carruthers? He says, I'm not bad. I don't know why I do the things I do. I guess I love it. And then he gives us that crazy Gene Simmons tongue and kisses Daja. Out of option, Lance plays the last card he has left, homophobia. <laughs> <laughs> he says, hey yeah, there. It, you. He turns it on and does not turn it off for the rest of the movie. Mm -hmm. uh, he says some stuff to the... Punk Skeletor guy, both about his sexual preference and his race. <laughs> he just says, I want to know when you two get it on, who's on top. Eventually, Lance challenges this guy to a one-on-one -on -one fight. And Lance uses the power of gymnastics. He's able to get a gun and just starts firing into the crowd. <laughs> Military shows up on helicopters. They join in. They're just mowing down these fucking Ragnar hooligans. Oh, darn. Uh oh. 
Um, Lance is closing in on Ragnar. Robert England uh, built a fail-safe. They can still open the valves using the disk and a remote computer that he built. They take off. Now we just get a bunch of action. Everybody's shooting. The army's closing in. Explosions are going off. Uh, Ragnar takes off in a big rig. Hey, guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Lance Fuck follows yeah. on the dirt bike. In the truck, Ragnar checks the computer. He's still 200 meters away. He drives out over to a dam. He shouldn't hack and drive. <laughs> it's like not he, safe. I would he say. Did it all. He did a good job. 10, 15% of all traffic accidents are people trying to hack. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think, he, I think he does a better job at like running in these hills that he has on. It's impressive, dude. I mean, he's yeah. he's been performing in those fucking giant boots for years, though, so. Mm. Who's got better balance than Gene Simmons? <laughs> Fucking ballet artist? Ballerina? Ballet artist. They're artists. It's art. It's creative shit. Ballerina. Yeah. That's it. Nobody else. Gene Simmons, number one. Mm-hmm. Ballerina, number two. Yeah. You can probably get like a wider stance too, so that's just going to help with. <laughs> Bass guitar is way harder than ballerining yeah it's called ballet fucking bali all right ragnar gets to this dam he's in range now but his slow ass computer still needs three minutes to open the dam lance is in 86 lance is in pursuit ragnar knocks him off his bike they start fighting Ragnar has the upper hand until Lance bites his nipple, which okay. they show it for like. Yeah, we get a little shot of of do, Ragnar's breasts. Do we? No, do we have stunt boobs here? Uh, oh, those uh, were Simmons, dude. I thought I thought they were just like a fake pair. Okay, it might have been cheaper to just hire a kiss roadie. <laughs> I think it would be a, a lot more hairy. Not roadie. Groupie, you think yeah, the roadie? You think <laughs> the kiss roadie's got a, yeah. a fucking rack on him? <laughs> Shaved his chest and shit. Yeah. Gene Simmons had to shave and wax his chest for his role as Velvet von Ragnar. <laughs> yeah, but that doesn't so, mean it could be these tits belong to him. Yeah, that's, that's just the for the second time. This is the second time that that's come up in trivia for this category. <laughs> Lance brings over to the computer to Ragnar. Deprogram it. Ragnar says that's impossible. Uh, He stabs him with the nail. Lance is hanging over the railing. Ragnar starts smashing his fingers one by one. Lance buys some time. He tells Ragnar he just wants to say how beautiful he is. Kron, did you skip over? Uh... Something in the spoke. What? He shoves that pipe into the spoke of the fucking motorcycle. Oh, I said he, no, he, no, he, I said he, he, he knocks he him off his off. bike. Yeah. yeah, that's your second something in a spoke movie. Okay. Uh, after Pinocchio's Revenge. <laughs> it is Pinocchio's Revenge. Yeah, Ragnar totally Pinocchio's Revenge's <laughs> Lance. I'm keeping track. 
Uh, let's see. Ragnar goes in for a kiss. Lance grabs his hand and stabs his own nail into his neck. He grabs Ragnar with his legs and throws him over the railing down into the dam below. Would you say off a great height? (laughs) I would. Yes. I'll spare everybody. Lance is trying. He can't deprogram this computer. Uh, Aja throws throws down the blazer. (laughs) Lance tries to fire, but another dud. (laughs) Timer's still counting down. Lance grabs the computer. He throws it in the air, throws the blazer at it. They both explode. (laughs) crisis averted I suppose (laughs) back at base all the military guys are celebrating one of them's like I think that's Stargrove's kid (laughs) the main guy says it wasn't uh, a secret was it (laughs) I guess they've never met him maybe okay Uh, that lawyer guy who's you know involved in this shit he says you know from time to time we might have a few jobs that we could use a couple guys like you and Cliff for. Trying to set up a series here, huh? Mm-hmm. Stargrove says, thanks, but no thanks. He tells Daja, hey, this was great. Me and my buddy found a dune buggy and we're getting the hell out of here. Because <laughs> we're about to fail out of fucking college because we haven't been there in like five days. Him and Cliff drive off, but Lance circles back around. Tells Daja, get in. As they drive off, Daja asks, hey, by the way, did you get a good look at Ragnar's body? He's like, don't start in with that shit. (laughs) Guys, the end of Never Too Young to Die, directed by Gil Bettman. You did it, Kron. Gentlemen, this... I hate doing a plot on these things. (laughs) Oh, it's it's so fun. I think Bones should do the plot on every episode. What? These episodes have yeah, been guys, cooking lately. <laughs> just try to rope me into it at one point. I'm I'm kind of over on Team Dan now. I mean, let's get Bones doing plot every week. If you guys write it, I would it do it. It's still doing it. I can barely <laughs> read my notes because <laughs> of all the stains and stuff. I, I, I am the least popular person on this show. If I read every week... No, people... Numbers would get worse. People love you. I I guess if I'm reading every week, it leaves you guys open to riff more, which you're better at. So let's let's consider that. We'll we'll talk. We'll talk. No, you're doing your own plots for your own goddamn movies. Dan. Uh, This movie was intended as a starting point for a Son of Bond type film series. Oh, hey, Dan, hit me with that research. (laughs) And not only bombed at the box office... But it was shunned by its co-star, Gene Simmons. Years later, a fan recognized him as Velvet Von Ragnar. Simmons said, don't tell me you saw that. Why would you be? You played the character. Take the compliment, man. Yeah. John Stamos didn't get him the Oscar like he thought. It's probably (laughs) that conceited. He's like, oh, this is, yeah, I'm, I'm in. John Stamos took uh, gymnastic lessons for his role. Yeah, he. Thank God they paid off. Yeah, he was able to jump up and down. (laughs) 
the costume that Gene Simmons wore at the nightclub was actually worn by Linda Carter in the television series Encore. I knew it. <laughs> I recognize. That is on the wall behind you. <laughs> I bought it. <laughs> Along with the peacock coat from a Highlander. And oh, Gene yeah. Simmons' fake rack. The hermaphrodite angle was a later addition to the script. Uh, many fans have told Gene Simmons that what, like this movie sucked. The day that he showed up, they were they were like, "Guess what? Yeah, who knows?" Like they couldn't decide if it should be a male or a female, and they were like, "Ah, fuck it, just combine them." A little column A, a little it, column B. It's, yeah, it's fucked up. Why couldn't man. you just say he did drag? I mean. It doesn't age well. No, <laughs> yeah. it's it's awful. Uh, well, like I said, some of the lyrics from his song were actual Kiss lyrics uh, from their album Revenge from 1992. Uh, he later used them. Okay, that's what I was gonna say. Like, so he stole. Okay, so he has no problem stealing lyrics from the movie. But it's like, oh, those are pretty good. Yeah. What do you guys think the uh, best uh, Kiss song is? Cold gin, hands down. Does New York Groove Love count? Gun? No, that's, that's just Ace. So yeah, but that song rips, dude. It does rip, but it's just Ace. Beth is pretty damn good too. Beth is a good yeah. one. I mean, Here you call it rock and roll, but night's I can't pretty fucking come good. home right now. Me and the boys are playing. And we just can't find the sound. Just a few ever. more hours. <laughs> and I'll be right home to you. Cron, in like two days, are you going to text us and be Bet like, Kiss sucks? No, it's only, no, Kiss is fine. What can I do? <laughs> do I won't even get into that. All right. Um, they're better than ACDC. <laughs> This was shot in 35 well, days. It uh, doesn't show. Do you say Kiss is better than ACDC? Yeah. I, that's why I said I don't want to get into that. I'm not going to get into that. I think I agree with you. I think <laughs> I agree with you. Done I think and I, done. I think Kiss is better than ACDC. Yeah. Dan, who would you rather see live? Kiss, hands down, dude. You know it. You. It, that's why you're fighting it. <sighs> no, because that'd be a... If it was ACDC or Kiss, that would be a tough-ass fucking decision for me to make. Let's hear it in the I Discord, ha- people. I don't even have to think about it. Yeah. <laughs> Kiss all the way, dude. I- I'd say it's like a 60-40. i say it's like 95-5. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll talk Th- later. Think about it. Lay in your bed. Shh. Cross your fingers over your chest. S- smell my fingers. Um, shot in 35 days, like I said, doesn't show at all. Uh, this movie was stuck for many years on VHS, very hard to find. Uh, 2017 Shot Factory did buy the rights and release it on Blu-ray, and it did came, finally came to Prime Video to stream. I read a little thing that Stamos was, like, considering buying the rights when they went up, because he thought this had some kind of, you know, cult appeal. I think so. I guess, yeah. And that's it, gentlemen. That's all I got. There was Thank more you, there Dan. than I thought. Uh, 
Cron, is it time? Yeah, I don't think we should delay any longer. The fans are waiting. It's time for uh, Diablo Canyon's favorite game. <laughs> Rate my letterbox. Gentlemen, the grid has been made. Bones will go first. Oh, Dan, real quick. Did did you happen to get the um, average Cron, the letterbox? grid has been made. <laughs> this is for the grid. Cron, at the time of our review, for Never Too Young to Die... The letterboxed user rating is sitting at a 2.8. Thank you, Dan. Thank you, Dan. Sorry, Cron. You're welcome. All right. Um, Dan, I'm going to give you a 2. Cron, I'm going to give you a 2.5. Ron Howard, I'm gonna give you, a, I'm gonna give you a 2.5. Bones, I'm gonna give you a 2.5 as well. I'm gonna say, yeah, I like that. 2.5 for both of you. All right. Well, if you guys are going to forcefully pull off my bustier, I guess I have no choice but to reveal myself. Uh, This, Kron, I texted you uh, in the the weeks up to your pick. Illegal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we all do it. All right. Dan kind of did the same thing, so. Yeah. (laughs) Um, We were were, in person. We were both. We were both trying to to nail down, you know, which Bond were you going to select, what movie. Um, and in one of my guesses, Kron, you said, think more Kron. Mm-hmm. And, man, what an absolute lie, because this is totally a Bones movie, right? Uh, but I'll, I had a tough time staying invested in this thing. I paused several times. And sighed when I saw how much was left. Um, got incredibly bored. Uh, had to put my phone on my desk and then walk back over to the couch. Like I just had a tough time staying invested in this. And on my second watch, I realized that there's a lot going on, but the pacing is is just awful. They dump a lot on you, and then there, you just have these extended scenes of nothing. There's some pretty cool action. I don't think the villain sexuality thing ages very well. And, uh, you know, sometimes we have to talk about, like, think about the thing at the time. But even at the time, that would have been fucked up. Uh, Gene Simmons, I think, is having a blast and, and carries the movie. Um, but I'm, gonna, I'm just going to throw this right over the plate. I'm going to give it a 2.5. Uh, I was having a great time all the way up to the club. I think, like I told, I, I even, I think I mentioned it, like, how the hell did I not know about this movie? I, I, I was like, holy shit, like, this is, this is five day rentals to the T. Uh, kind of loses you in the middle there. I agree with Bones. Um, they, I think they should have stuck with like the, 
the club, maybe not go to the desert. I think maybe we had a little too much of let's show off the motorcycles and dirt bikes and shit. Um, Gene Simmons is like I said, he's this is a this is a pretty solid performance throughout for him. Um, we don't really see Stamos much. I feel like we kind of lose him. He kind of kind of just disappears and uh, like I kind of forgot about him sometimes. But like I said, uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to go two point five. It had potential for like a three. It just I don't. There's some. I wish Cliff would have been more involved with his uh, inventions. It seemed like they were really pushing that at the beginning, and then it seemed once they found his little his dad's hideout or whatever, they were like, "Oh well, everything's here already, so we don't have to fuck with that." So I wish they would have got him in a little more. I mean, he pops in, but he seemed more like the M type inventor dude. So let's let's look, let's see that shit. That shit would have been fun. All right, guys, what to say about Never Too Young to Die? Um, this is a movie that certainly does have its problems. Um, I mean, Dan said shot in 35 days. I could absolutely believe it. I would believe edited in four days. I mean, why not? <laughs> I think it was edited in camera, bro. <laughs> yeah, it could, could have very well been. Um, and I think the second time, especially when I was watching this, um, I kind of tried to step back and I was like, what is this movie? Um, and I realized there are no new ideas in this in a way. It, this is obviously a movie that was written by someone who said, my three favorite films are Bond, uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show, and Mad Max. And I'm going to just smash all that shit together. Um, <laughs> and it is just kind of like, you know, a hodgepodge of things that don't belong together. But at the same time, there is something like novel and interesting in the fact that you chose these three things to cobble a new film out of. Um, I mean, it's, I don't know. It, it's one of those things where it's like probably a fun watch your first time around. Uh, and then if you go back for repeat viewings, I could see it having a a fairly steep drop off in terms of like the yeah. reward you get from each rewatch. Um, but at the same time, I do feel like this is a movie that does have some kind of weird, you know, outsider value to, um, you know, people that watch the kind of movies that we watch. Like I would not recommend this to everyone that I meet, but if they were someone real deep in the film, I might say like, hey, this one, it, it's not going to blow your socks off, but it's definitely worth a viewing. Um, so I don't know. I think I like this slightly more than you guys. I'm going to land at a 3.0 on this. Now, like I said, on repeat viewings, I could easily go down to a 2.5 or a 2, but I think 3 is fair. Uh, so I'm trying to be conscious of my reviews because as I edit, I'm like, wow, my fucking, uh, I'm like three times the fucking length that you guys go. Like I just meander. So I'm trying to be conscious of that. I think it's interesting that none of us in our reviews talked about Lazenby. 
like you get George Lazenby, Lazenby actually is a proper pronunciation. Um, Dan, as you were kind of going, I thought you made a great point about Cliff. Like when he gets down into that basement, he should have been gung ho. Like what are all these gadgets? And then maybe combined two of them or explained something to Stargrove. Like, Hey, check this out. Like you were saying, like play up that Q aspect. Um, and one of the things on my second rewatch or my rewatch that I thought was that would have been a great opportunity for there to be like a tape that says Lance or something, you know, and you pop it in and it's Lazenby just chilling and saying like, hey, man, I was there was a time where I was going to tell you about this. If you're down here, I just thought that that would have been like a cool tie in because like we said, he's like in seven minutes of the movie. And if you could have had him come in later he could have been that like extra little oomph to give lance like you know through the third act uh so i don't know it's been a while since i've tried to do like a how do you fix this and i'm wondering if if just like a a few little tweaks particularly when they go down into that that bunker could have could have saved this thing so and again, I'm sure they went to the desert because it's fucking cheap to shoot in the desert, right? Like, yeah. there's that shit in the background, so you can shoot whatever angle you need to. But kind of really swinging that chain. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Never too young to die would have an average rating from the three of us of 2.67. This thing would land at number 56 on the big list. This would be right below Brain Scan at 55. Right above the Phantom at 57. I think a fair placement for this thing. <laughs> yeah. 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 I personally think the Phantom's substantially better, but you guys didn't, so. Uh, I guess I just meant, like, overall this, you know, it's not in the top, but it's not near it's not the bottom. It's, it's not mid-grade. near the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to have a good time when you watch it. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's available on Tubi. Go ahead. Yeah. You could pick worse. All right, Karan, are you ready for Rate My Letterbox scores? I am. Well, good job, buddy. You got a two. Dan, you continue with your strength here. You got a 1.5. And I, I don't think it's going to be my, my season here or my uh, my round. I got a one. All right, guys. At the end of uh, – what's the name of this? <laughs> the Bond is Not Enough. The Bond is Not Enough. Uh, Dan and I would be tied with a 5.5 bones. Not that far away, 4.5. And this is okay. going to be a long – Very long season. Yeah. <laughs> so not e- we're still in season one. Yeah, we're Very still in season round. one. Sorry. Anymore. All right. Well, uh, yeah. I, one last thing at the end of the category, right? Oh, yes. shit. That's right. It's time for Fuck, Mary Kill. Bones, this was your category. I'll go first. Honestly, I thought about these three things last night. I think I'm going to marry Livewire. Like, just in the sense that. I feel like not that many people have seen it. I don't, I mean, Bones was saying it's all over film Twitter, but I had never even heard of it and I had a great time. So I'm going to pick that one. Uh, fuck Highlander. And 
I guess throw never too young to die over a dam. <laughs> but I do want to say, I did think this was a very strong category overall. Like there was no real, I knew that never too young to die was not going to be anywhere near where Livewire and Highlander landed. But I think for like a middling movie is pretty good. Yeah. I'm fucking Livewire. I'm marrying the Highlander and I'm killing never too young to die. But yeah, same, good good category. Same, buddy. You got to marry Highlander. And you got to fuck Livewire because, like you said, nobody knows about it, but you want a piece of it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, and it, it's a tough kill. It's a tough kill for yeah. Never Too Young Today. It's not a, it wasn't an easy, easy thing. This was a, a very fun category. I had a blast with it. I think it'll come back. I think. Maybe I'll sneak this in and we'll do the other three like we talked about. Um, and maybe that time I'll, I'll, I'll play nice and maybe pick the, the harder of the three in terms of film category or, you know, backlog there. Sounds like Woody but, Allen's going to remain on the board. <laughs> finally got Manhattan on here. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, we got anything to plug? I mean, big thank you last week. Josh Bell coming on classing the place up um oh and i guess i guess by the time this comes out dan's episode of best little horror house will be out Ooh, covering zodiac yeah he, that he, was a good time thank you george yeah he finally got through all of us mm-hmm. we had good picks man that's a solid that's a solid, solid three run films yeah there george george is nothing but but great to us we can't wait to get him back on here nothing but um, trouble <laughs> Yeah, oh, wish you could have got George. If you're a member of his Patreon, uh, you would have heard us on uh, another legal thriller. Um, he's been kind enough to let us. So down the road, we'll we'll throw that in our feed uh, for those of you that aren't a, a, a Patreon of George. There, um, Thunder and Paradise next week, dudes. <laughs> Episodes three, four, and five. Are with, we uh, re- revealing a new category tonight? We are when we come yeah. back. Because right. I gotta pee. All right. So, so Kron, let's get out of here. Uh, that was Never Too Young to Die from 1986. We love you all. Until next time, Crash and Burn. I ache for you. Crash and Burn. Welcome back, everybody, to the After Shower Show here on the Five Dave Reynolds Podcast. We just finished another category. Fine, fine, fun category. Uh, the Bond is not the water enough. water seemed radioactive to you Thank guys you bones. in the shower? Had a little, had a little, had a little sting oh. to it. So it was yeah. glowing? I was farting oh. a lot. Yeah. That could be it. Yeah. Um... Thank you, Bones, for for that category. Two movies that was brought to the table that I'd never heard of. And I, I appreciate that so much. To the um, detriment of our audience. Mm-hmm. And nobody's watching these, but 
same time, nobody's listening. So, hey, check out Livewire. Check out Never Too Young to Die. Highlander is Stone Cold Classic. Mr. Josh Bell, thank you very much for your your service there. Um, Check his show out. Awesome movie year. It's pretty good. But gentlemen, it is time to reveal a new category. And this is my last one for the 10 that we started with whenever we started this. uh, For season one. Yeah. We're still in season one. So you guys will have one more category left, right? After this one. I have two. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense because it goes Bones, Dan, Cron. So so we haven't gotten to me yet. Yeah. Then it'll go Bones, Cron. Okay. All right. That works. I'm fine. But this is my last one. I didn't think we'd get here, but we did. And, um, well, this is one that we're going to call Direction Erection, gentlemen. And this, all this is, is just going to be a study of directors' films. And the first one we're going to cover is Mr. Walter Hill. If you haven't figured that out by now, it's been mentioned and hinted at throughout the episodes here. Um, and I hope this will be a category that you guys would choose as well if you want to do, uh, you know, a study of a director, an actor, or whatever. But uh, we're just going to focus on movies that were directed by Mr. Walter Hill. I know that he has wrote some by directed by others that are very good as well. So, direction, erection. So only yeah. only the films guess, directed by Walter Hill. Only the films directed by Walter Hill. I feel that that filmography has enough good choices to where everybody is going to be treated equally. And I think I have some good ideas of what you two uh, misfits like. So um, with that... We need a movie, so... Hey, real quick. Remember when I tried to focus on a director and bring one of his movies to the podcast and I got fucking stonewalled? You mean like Prince of Darkness that we covered? I brought that one, but... The thing that we covered? Tried to bring another one, and... I'm just saying, it seems like I got more cock-blocked than director erection. We go back, audience, and listen to the arguments. My that cock we've had cannot about be blocked. This certain subject can't. It can be if you try to pick a. My good, cock fun knows not to pick people love five star bangers. Make it a, f- make it a fucking five star banger, Kron. That that's all you have to you do. You make it a five Dan, star. So banger. easy, what, Dan. What are Maybe we? Maybe I will. Obviously. We covered The Warriors, directed by Walter Hill, as a five-star banger, so that is out. You cannot pick that one. For the first film of Mr. Walter Hill for Direction Erection, we are doing Streets of Fire from 1984, gentlemen. There was one that I really wanted, but you can't fucking find it anywhere. But Because I think I have a good idea 
of what you two are going to probably I'm going to zag, motherfucker. I hope you're hope you pick the right thing bones let me just say that i changed my pick to please co-host so i'll just say that much we're doing streets of fire that's always been a movie on my list to do have you seen it before um, uh, i have not bones i've always heard Mm -hmm. about it maybe we've had a recurring bit that you you should pick. <laughs> I mean, you kind of have to. You kind of do. You kind of gotta right. pick it. What? Maybe. I don't look, know. Look at the filmography and tell me there's not a title this that is, uh, immediately this is jumps out. Casting. Let me pull up <laughs> because. Yeah, it's we're doing Streets of Fire from 1984. Um... Karan, have you seen this one? I have never seen Streets of Fire. Oh, okay, fuck bones. off. I'm not doing that. Nah, Come you on. can do that. <laughs> no, I already got I already know no, what I want to pick. Go, yeah, you're next, right? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, what are you gonna do? Like I said, I think there's enough really good oh. choices here that it's not gonna like not gonna affect. I think I know it. And that's why. God damn, this is gonna be fucking tough, man. Because this guy's got good fucking movies. God damn it. All right. So we're going to concentrate on Mr. Walter Hill. Like I said, <laughs> I hope you guys do a director direction erection uh, yeah. later down the road, you know? But yeah, check it out. Um, you got to rent it, I believe. I think my Blu-ray's on the way. Unless Quran owns it, do you? You don't own Streets of Fire. I don't own it. I've I've not seen okay. it. So the uh, right. this was on Netflix not too long ago. That's yeah, where it I was just. It. I think it was on Tubi last month, actually, and then I seen the like one day thing, and I was like, motherfucker. So I've quietly not logged a lot of Walter Hill that you don't know that I've seen. So. I did that a lot last year, so just saying. Just saying. Just saying. Because, like I said, it was always hinted that Mr. Walter Hill was going to... wish we could get him. I thought for sure one of his movies was going to pop up in in the big three, but not the three you wanted. So you can look at that. I thought that was what my money was on. That's also that's also a choice I think would be more in your realm of things. I, I, I'm going to I'm going to try my best to zag here because I, as I'm looking at mm-hmm. filmography, I will tell you this and Dan you know this because of a secret text message that may or may not have happened. Um there's only <laughs> a few of Christ. these that uh that I haven't seen. Uh this is tough. Dude's got good fucking movies. No, nah, that's all right. Me, you want me to tell you something? What? You both got oh, that same damn text. Damn it, I thought it was special. <laughs> I just had the balls to admit it. I'm a whistleblower. Whistle dick. Still, let's, let's just just sleep on it, Bones, but do do the right thing at the same time. <laughs> I don't think that's a good choice, Kron, because... It's com- it's yeah. comedy, right? 
I wouldn't. I don't. I don't keep know if keep it alive. The show. If you want it, you got to pick it. Yeah. I'm not okay. picking it. I'm not you picking it. I'm, picking. I'm not picking it either. <laughs> All right. So we know. We know it's it's out because there's. <laughs> but Jesus, this is gonna be tough. Okay. All right. I'm glad that I could shake it up a little bit here on Five Day Rentals. Next week, ladies and gentlemen, Streets of Fire from 1984. We go into the cat. Oh, actually, not next week. Uh, we're going into another episode going of Thunder and Caribbean, Paradise. Buddy. Sorry. Don't forget yes. me, brother. Ooh, brother. So after that, we will get on the full direction erection for all of you. Keep me alive in your heart, brother. Till then... Go fuck an iceberg. Crash and burn. Uh, Cyber Christ lives. <laughs> <laughs>